Good afternoon. And every Tuesday, you are invited to be a guest on Soundbite. Soundbite is a chance for you to tell me about a particular food or dish that brings back certain memories for you. Now, they can be good memories or bad memories. It could be based on a time in your life, a geographical area, or a person, or a flavor or a smell, whatever you like. And my guest this week for Soundbite is Violetta Palessi. She's been on my cooking show, On the Menu, and so I thought, who better than her to share her sound bite? So let me just welcome her on the program. Good afternoon to you. Hi, 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 Fadia. Yeah, lovely to have you on, Violetta. So, first of all, Violetta, um, I know you were on the menu some time ago. So tell me a little bit about yourself first before we go into your sound bite. So I'm Italian and um, I work as a personal chef and I love cooking and share my passion with uh, food and I yeah, make um, people try Italian dishes. You know, for myself, I, co- I cook all sorts of cuisine, but of course, when I cook for my guests, most of the time it's Italian. Mm-hmm. And uh, I like to make them taste different dishes that normally maybe they never heard of because, uh, yeah, the traditional dishes in Italy is just in generally it's pasta, pizza, and etc. But I think there's so much more, and the, the cuisines in different parts of Italy is very, very. Mm. Now, uh, you know, when you say a personal chef, it just sounds. I think, wow, that'd be great. So, so now, are you kind of cooking up some amazing dishes each day for your family too? Then, <laughs> does that include that as well? <laughs> Maybe it's not as uh, decorated, or you know, but still, you know, I do like uh, to um, to um, yeah to present dishes in a certain way. Like it's very different for what I used to eat as I was a child because it's like uh, staple food in Italy. Uh, and um, but I think now everyone pays more attention to presentation mm. when they eat, even at home. So it's not just me. But I do like you know that uh, when someone look what they're eating, you know they like it, so they enjoy with their eyes, but also you know absolutely. Yeah, it's a vital part of it. Okay, so Violetta, now what is your soundbite? What have you gone for? Um, I would say truffles. So I know that, you know, for a lot of people, maybe it's cliche, but I come from a region in Italy where, uh, you know, we don't need truffles. I'm near the Amalfi Coast, near Naples, mm-hmm. and uh, we don't need truffles. So actually, I taste my first truffle when I was maybe um, 20 years old. Okay. And, uh, you know, and I was like, uh, really, you know, I heard of it, but it doesn't come from a region. It's very difficult to get um, there. So I thought, well, you know. Uh, why not? Like, I went to study professional cooking in a region where truffle is uh, the main ingredient. You know, Alba Piedimonte is the famous for that. And uh, I just like experiment and try. And I was like, um, yeah, blew my mind away because it was something, you know, so powerful and never tasted before. How would you describe it? How would you describe the taste to, some, to somebody who's perhaps never tried it before? I suppose it's hard, isn't you know, it? It's so just, distinct. Uh, it's hard, but, mm, yeah. I think, you know, first of all, is the this, um, the smell. It's, uh, you know, very unique and uh, it's very, it's strong, but at the same time, it's like uh, maybe with this, like I would only describe like they're strong mushrooms, but in a very pleasant way. And um, yeah. A stronger, think, uh, more distinct. <laughs> yeah. It's probably quite, quite a, a woody, quite a stronger organic smell, like mushrooms, but just a bit deeper than that, is it? Yeah, 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 exactly. yeah. So now, on when you first tried it, when you were twenty, uh, where were you? What were you doing? And 
how did you manage to get that truffle on the plate then? Um, I was studying professional cooking and in Alba and there, you know, if you walk in the little streets of this lovely town, uh, you see a lot of um, shops that just sell truffle. Like in Italy, we sell, in Naples, we sell pizza, you know, it's like yeah. every corner. And oh, it's so common, like, right? Wow, truffles everywhere. And um, chefs who come from all over the region to teach us different dishes and not just with them. Um, with you know truffle in pasta but truffle in all the dishes with eggs all the good combination and so my first time yes was um at the cooking school so the chef came and i look at my you know this uh, big truffle and then learn how to you know treat it well how to preserve it how to yeah, how to use it in different dishes. So, it was, so how uh, how do you cook with it? How I mean, it's an, it's an, it's a very expensive item, isn't it? Um, I yeah. mean, you know, it's weighed up and it's pretty expensive. So, how is the best way to cook with it? Because you really want to just preserve that flavour there. So, is it always kind of shredded at the end, or do you use it in other ways? How is it used in Italian cooking? Um, no, uh, it depends, you know, like when we say truffle and we, we say that it's very expensive, we always think of the white truffle where it goes in auctions mm -hmm. and um, as price that, you know, like, uh, you know, you mentioned it just not so much, you know, depends. But uh, truffles are different uh, times. You have a summer truffle, winter truffle, oh. um, white and black. So it depends on the type of truffle. There are some, they are less expensive, but still, you know, very, uh, with a, you know, with a great flavor. And those ones, you know, you can, uh, uh, and also depends if it's dry or fresh, and then um, you can um, uh, even chop them and then make sauces with that. Of course, you know, if you have the most expensive truffle, most of the time you just, uh, uh, you know, shave them, you know, just uh, grate them on your dish because also you only use, maybe if you use a gram or two of these, you will spend thousand on condola just for this gram. Yeah, of I can imagine. So it's not something you want to make, you know, you know, even not in a normal family, you wouldn't even be able to make a sauce out with this truffle. But there are all the truffles you can use and they are uh, good to make, you know, in combination. For example, they go very well with uh, garlic, they go well with uh, uh, parsley, with the onion. So you can make lovely sauces with that for pasta. Hmm. So now in, in Hong Kong, I mean, you're uh, your personal chef. So is there a, a real appetite for sort of Italian food? Are people really keen on it? What sort of things do they tend to go for? Uh, when they call me, yes, they ask most of the time Italian. But I think Italian cuisine, I, I would say that I'm very lucky that uh, it's uh, a cuisine that loved by a lot of people around the world. So it's... Uh, it's just nice that the, you know yeah they will order a lot there are more than um, uh, 800 italian restaurants in hong kong the only thing is like uh, uh the uh, authentic ones because of course it depends who uh, owns them and we are very picky <laughs> when it comes to italian food being italian ourselves then they are very you know it's much smaller number you know owned by italian where the italian chefs so it's more authentic and traditional for us but yes um, so if you were going to give some top tips about sort of Italian cooking, what to look for in good Italian cooking, what are the, what are the three most important things for you, you know, when you cook, at, you know, for that dish that's that you serve up? What is the most important three things that you would say? Um, you know, make the sauces yourself, but, you know, be uh, a good sauce, it takes time. You know, you cannot just uh, make a, you can, yeah, deep in the flavor and then, you know, you need to slow cook. There is a, 
or something we call, you know, ragu is a sort of bolognese but with pieces of meat. Uh, and this one in a tradition for my city, we cook it for four hours in low, you wow. know, low fire. Mm-hmm. So it's like a, some, and we even cook it for the whole day when you make batches for, you know, family and friends when they come to um, the Sunday. So it's a typical dish for Sunday. So even the stuff or sauce that I cook, you know, it's no, you can cook in very low fire with, you know, and it will take some time to absorb the flavor. Yeah, you can make a quick version of it. But, you know, I would say that the quick one and the good one will always take a your time. So be patient. Okay, so it's the time. And and in terms of sort of ingredients and things, can you get everything in Hong Kong? Yeah, I always say even to my family, you can get everything. It depends on how much you are willing to pay but, for. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Hong Kong is, honestly, is, uh, I lived in 10 countries in my life and Hong Kong, you can find anything, you know, for Italian cuisine. It's just amazing. Even the quality of the ingredients is not just uh, that you can find that ingredient. You can really choose. And in a lot of uh, Italian distributor and supplier, you, you have, um, I don't know, five, six, seven times of Parma, a kind of Parmaham. Like it depends on, you know, how much is the age, you know, the months, you know, from which, um, uh, how it was, uh, the cat, how it was preserved. So it's just wow. amazing what you can find in Hong Kong. Wow. So there's no shortage of, um, the ingredients that you need then, is there? So, yeah, yeah, you know, online shop will be, you know, maybe you get more choice and very good quality and lower price. And then you can also find very good shops around Hong Kong supermarket. Uh, okay. So, just you, Italian. so truffles were your soundbite. And, um, can I just ask you, Violetta, what are you cooking tonight? <laughs> I just couldn't resist that because I thought, yes, I want to know what you're what you're going to have tonight. Then you'll have to make something because exotic yes, up now. <laughs> uh, there's no exotic tonight, but I am because I yesterday was Valentine's Day and I was cooking for work. So of course my husband didn't get to have any <laughs> all of the nice food cooked by me. So I promised I promised him my nice uh, dinner. So my uh, my dish tonight is an octopus Ooh. with a potato, which is um, Ooh, uh, another typical dish for my region from Naples. So it's so, just, um, so you know, what, you need a fresh octopus and, uh, you know, um, uh, a little bit um, lemon, all, you know, good olive oil. You know, mm. it's, uh, it's so, a- I mean, uh, octopus is actually, I love octopus and I was fine, like, just tell me like what I'm doing wrong, right? Because, you know, with octopus, you need to really get it into a hot pan and you can't really cook it for too long or it's going to get very rubbery, right? So yeah. what's what's the trick? What's the trick in, in making octopus? What do you have to do to get it right? I mean, for me, I mean, when I, I tend to buy, you can buy, if you don't want to get it wrong, you can also buy from a lot of suppliers. Oh, that's really uh, cooked. Really cleaned and cooked. Mm-hmm. And um, and if for people who love octopus, actually this place is the octopus is very good and tasty. You only make um, a sort of vinaigrette or something that goes with that to give it some flavor, or you marinate in it. I like uh, to cook everything from scratch, so I will go from my uh, to my fish and I, you know I bought a huge you know octopus, uh-huh. and then of course you know it's still alive, <laughs> so you need to you know it's much more difficult because <laughs> you need to you know. No, cook it, clean it, and the cleaning part actually of fresh octopus take a really long time because you need all the little, uh, the little pores, suckers, you know, you yeah. Need to, yeah, suckers, you oh, need gosh. to clean them very well. But, and uh, if he's so, alive and he's wriggling around, it's not easy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can just imagine yeah, that. The first time, I, you know, I was a little bit... Uh, <laughs> 
Um, I know. I recall getting. Yeah, I recall getting some um, big uh, shrimp, you know, prawns, and um, and when I brought them back, you know, they were still alive, and so I was I was kind of in two minds. Okay, I put them in the sink, and they started jumping out of my of my container. But I mean, you know, it's it is quite a, a, a bit of a challenge there. That's great, Violetta. Thank you so much. Um, uh, some lovely, lovely memories there. So now, just to end with, like, you know, what would you, when you think back, obviously that meal was fantastic. Anything else that comes into mind too that, that still has a, a flavor in your mouth that you can still feel from your childhood, perhaps? Yeah, I mean, my father was always the one keen in cooking, mm-hmm. and uh, he was the one who was trying to. Well, you know, please treat, you know, I have two own brother and sister and uh, he will try to please treat the different children. It's not an easy <laughs> task. So I have these memories of my father trying to, you know, to make different um, time dishes, like uh, even simple meatballs with tomato sauce or um, a meatloaf, which we call it um, uh, in Italian father's meatloaf, because he, he, you know, he made it up based on what we wanted with a lot of strange ingredients in there. Not really 100% <laughs> Italian, <laughs> but we loved it with a little bit of uh, raisins and other things. It made it be more, not just meaty, it made it be more interesting. So that is, I guess, there's a wow. fun memory for well, my childhood. I'm salivating just thinking about it. Violetta, thank you very much for being our soundbite guest today. And um, I look forward, I'm, I feel like I should make some Italian tonight. I should try. <laughs> I've got some good tips from you. Thank you ever so much. All right. Thank you so much. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.